0: <clears throat> Happy Easter, everyone! Happy Easter. So we had Lent, and it's like mortification, penance, and you know, going without stuff, and making sacrifices, and um, in the world too, it's just um, we're being challenged. I keep say, saying, and then uh, we get to Holy Week and and Good Friday and the cross and now he's in the tomb (laughs) why am I saying it like that well because look what's going on there's like a darkness or a fear that death has won all the way up until now last night remember and there might be people new here so I just want to quickly tell what happened to us someone was at the spot where Jesus was born in Bethlehem and they brought a flame back Apparently there's um, oil lanterns there that haven't gone out in a thousand years. And they had like a private jet to come back because they carried this flame in front of them the whole way back and it made its way to us and we have it now. That's what I lit our bonfire out side with last night. So that, what? We then lit our Easter candle from that. And then... The whole church was filled with everybody holding their candles. What a powerful image that is. See, the darkness, right? Did it win? Are we done? Did death win? No, it didn't. Here we are. It's Easter. And this is the way I framed it, too. And I want to share this. So, recent research concerning the spark of life comports with what Christians have believed for centuries, life does begin at conception. Formal teaching of this belief goes back at least as far as the 4th century writings of Basil the Great. Though it is common to refer metaphorically to the fireworks that accompany conception, researchers at Northwestern University in Chicago recently have shown that Another kind of fireworks occurs when the egg and the sperm unite, forming a zygote. At the moment of conception, a flash of light occurs as a zap of energy is released around the newly fertilized egg. The flash occurs when the sperm enters the egg, triggering an increase in calcium, which then releases zinc from the egg as the zinc shoots out binds to small molecules that emit fluorescence. In a press release, one of the researchers shared her excitement in this discovery. To see the zinc radiate out in a burst from each human egg was breathtaking. Wow! Life begins with a spark. Though no, some say life begins with fireworks. From antiquity, there there has been a recognition that there is a relationship of the natural world between light and life. This association was used by the biblical writers to point to the deeper and unseen reality of the gracious relationship between God and His creation. The nature and quality of this relationship was fully and finally revealed in the incarnate Word of God, Jesus Christ, beginning with His conception in the womb of Mary by the Holy Spirit as she received and freely submitted to this invisible word spoken to her by the angel of God. You recall Mary's response. Behold, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to me according to your word. Boom! Fireworks! By way of the Holy Spirit. St. John, who we just heard, Was racing to the tomb, he wrote, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. In John's Gospel, light is used 16 times to describe the work of Christ. Jesus is not merely a light or another light among many. Rather, he is the only light. He's the true light claiming to be the light of the world Jesus was clearly de- declaring himself to be the Messiah since one of the names of the expected Messiah was light found in Isaiah 60 there could be no question about his self-identification yes life does begin with fireworks but God apparently has more fireworks in store for us as we celebrate life by the outpouring of our love. Listen, we all know that we're engulfed in a culture of death. Sadly, folks around us seem to be, uh, have given up on life. You and I are called to bring the fireworks of light into the world. Now, we speak of respect life, right? I, I think that's too grudging a word for the attitude Christians should have toward human life. No, we REVERE LIFE. We should start a movement, right? REVERE LIFE, not RESPECT LIFE. And we have a sense of awe an awesome responsibility for this precious gift. This theme of light goes all through the Scriptures and is even used to describe God's throne in the book of Revelation. Listen. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it, And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones. And seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning. Rumblings and peals of thunder in front of the throne. Seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. The power of the Holy Spirit. Seven lamps were blazing. I began my sermon today talking about a lamp at the very spot where our Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Holy Trinity, came into the world. A light came into the world. And that light is meant to be spread through you and I. Yes, there's a culture of death. Yes, darkness surrounds us. But we're called to be the fireworks of light. How do we get there? How do we reach our final destination, the throne of God? Let's set our GPS. What are you talking about, Father? (laughs) GPS. Let's start with G. Gratefulness. You sent me into existence. You chose me to be a child of God. You've given me this mission To be fireworks in people's lives. To see those who are downtrodden. Those who are lost. Those who are sick and hungry. Whatever it is. You've called me to be that burst of light on the scene. Here, let me take care of you. Here, let me help you. Here, let me lift you up. With this amazing spirit I have within me i got to find a way that you can have it too. I'm so grateful. We wake up every morning. We bound out of bed. I'm alive. And he chose me. Send me. Send me, Lord. The G. P. Prayer. But intimacy. Yes, God appreciates those wonderful devotions that he has revealed to us through marrying the saints he loves those but not at the exclusion of sitting with our lord and just loving on him let him get in your bones and what happens when you fall in love with the lord you want to do anything for him anything i love you so much I can't. I can't imagine offending you. And all I want to do is please you. I love you. That kind of prayer, core at core, locutor, heart speaking to heart, heart, not just lip service, heart speaking to heart. GPS service we're missionaries whether you like it or not but not and god is calling each one to let you discern what your gifts are your time your talent your treasure what god has given you to be given away so i had another s to service selfless service what are we called to do How is God going to use me, you, each one of us, to push back this darkness, this culture of death? We do that with love. Real love, real, authentic love, is a selflessness. It's a humble selflessness. It's a real concern for the other, over and above our own needs, our own wants. And that happens. When you love on the Lord, that happens when you appreciate the gift of life itself. Gratefulness, prayer, selfless service. Let's set our GPS. It's Easter, everyone. Light has come into the world. We're called to be God's fireworks of light. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen.